0: Welcome back to the vibe, guys. I am so excited because we have the CEO of Crown Affair, a hair company that I absolutely love. You don't even need to know me to know how excited I am about this. I live, pray, eat, hair care. (laughs) Uh, My favorite questions are those about hair. Anybody who knows me knows that. Crown Affair is a hair company who seeks to change their relationship with their hair, appreciate its natural beauty, and most importantly, take care. I'm so excited to have Diana, the CEO of Crown Affair, on here because not only do I want to pick her hair about hair, but I'm just so excited to have a true hair guru expert on here. So Diana, I would love for you to introduce yourself.
1: Thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm so excited to be here, thank you for having me, and I'm equally as enthused
0: to
1: have someone <laughs> who loves hair as much. So. Um, Hi everyone. I'm Diana Cohen. As she mentioned, I am the founder and CEO of crown affair, which is a relatively new, we launched uh, earlier this year, a hair care line that's focused on mindful care for healthier hair. And I'm obsessed. I've always been the go-to friend for hair and, um, which we can dive into later. But the reason I started this is just because I wanted people to celebrate their hair and really take their time. Um, kind of honoring that that piece of who they are in, in their kind of wellness routines
0: absolutely and I love that and we'll get deep into that so I wanted to start off with a story about your comb specifically so I'm personally obsessed with any any hair any any hair care type of item so I was talking to my older sister like I mean, we talk every single day, but I was talking to her at the time, like, a couple months ago, and for some reason, we we could talk about, literally, the air uh, for 25 hours, but she was talking about her comb, and she was like, I love my comb, my comb is everything, (laughs) I love it, she's older than I am, and I was like, I don't have a good comb, and she was like, well, you need to go get one, and you know how Instagram, like, it just must hear that you're like, I need a comb, I need a comb, so I see crown affair, crown affair, crown affair, crown affair, until I was like all right, I'm getting this one. Love this color. I, I like got so in in like involved in it because it wasn't just like a comb. It was like, should I do the turquoise? Should I do the blue vibe? Should I do this vibe? Should I get the little one to go? Should I not? And then I was like, no, no, don't get so excited. let skip get one thing, live it, love it. Um, and so it was really funny. So then I copied her obviously and was like, I'm not using a brush anymore. I want to just use a comb because Uh, we were talking about how we don't want hair to fall out as much and combs really you're more gentle when you use a comb for sure and I would love to just talk about where you started with the comb because I know you have a brush but I want to start with the comb because I think a lot of people immediately go to brushes and I get it I totally get it as you see me I have a lot of hair (laughs) I've got a lot of it but I want to talk about the comb first
1: yes okay that how we started is exactly the way, the story of you and your sister talking is exactly how I started it. That's amazing. Um, it was literally my sister and my girlfriends being like, Dee, what are you doing to take care of your hair? So I put everything into a Google doc of like the 12 things that I swear by. And one of them was this really gorgeous, super expensive comb that I bought off net And my friends would be like, why is this comb so much? And same with the hairbrush and all the products that I yeah. was using they were so curious. And I I don't think it wasn't necessarily a willingness to pay for them. It was just a lack of kind of guidance or, or education as to like why you needed to invest in a better quality product and tool, especially something that you will have for potentially a lifetime. So absolutely. I am a huge believer in comb. I also have an entire ritual with my hair when it's dry. You really shouldn't brush your hair when it's wet. So a wide tooth comb is so much better in shower. It's great for like evenly distributing product. It helps detangle using a comb when it's, when your hair's dry too. And that's why like the little comb number one, I always joke is like our dry comb because, um, you know, I didn't know we'd all be at home so much when I launched this business, but (laughs) the vision for it was very much to like have this be the comb that you bring everywhere and have it be something you're really proud of instead of this weird, like, you know, made in wherever plastic. I
0: mean, we do. can both think of the same little black comb that's like at a CVS. Yes,
1: yeah. exactly. And you're not really proud of it. It doesn't feel like it's a part of your care ritual. And the comb was such, I mean, it's such a beautiful entry point to just celebrating, like taking care of yourself yeah. totally outside of the shower, which is where hair care often lives. And. You know, the combs themselves, they're handmade in Switzerland from plant-based cellulose, which is made in Italy. They, wow. like, it is, like, actual artisans carving these combs. We have custom shapes for Crown Affair, and it was something that, like, I wanted to create this entire universe, and a comb could be with you. You know, I always have my comb number two with the handle in my bathroom. I need
0: and to get one of those on. little ones. It's it is,
1: And the teeth are a little bit, they're still wide tooth, but it feels really, like, nice with like a deep conditioning mask in the shower I mean I just
0: have to tell people one thing that there is such a difference of of not even just brushing well one brushing the right way and I do I do want to get into brushing because people don't you know I have another brush that is just a dry brush but there's something about having like first of all it's the same way we were talking earlier about if how people care about your skin, how people care about where you work out It's like if you care so much about the quality of the instructors you take about the products you use Why would you not care about The number for me, my, my hair matters to me more than my face I'd rather have pimples than my hair look awful Like I straight up truly, truly would like it's not even a lie If my hair looks weird, I'm weird and you're not going to see me that's just the end of the day. That's really it. I just like, don't, I'm not in my skin. If my hair isn't good, Pamela tick, you will be the only person who will understand me on this. (laughs) Um, but you know, the difference of like, as I'm, as I'm holding this comb and like hitting it against my hand, it's just, it's just, I've talked about it with my sister. It's, I, it's like when I run my hair through it, it's just like, first of all, you don't feel pulled which is like a huge thing for me because I think I, for a very long time, I would just like anticipate brushing my hair. And that's also why, like, I think what drew me to really want to talk to you is that I think people, one, in this time, like I see so many people pulling and picking their hair. People are, you know, I'm a yoga teacher, as you know, and I just see, I see the effects of my own self of hair loss of like during a time like this. So during this time, I think taking care of your hair couldn't be more important because stress wise I don't know I don't know scientifically how many hair follicles yeah. we lose just from stress but I know my own self sometimes I look after I take a shower I'm like oh my god yeah. I just lost like a child's amount of hair yeah. and I don't know how and what <laughs> so you know I want to know like even deeper like how did this come about because I'm sure you wanted to save that and nurture like yeah. how much hair volume you had
1: a hundred percent well first of all I could not agree more with you I think we've been so informed on how to take care of your skin, what you're putting in your body, all of these other elements. And I just don't think has honestly been, and why I started Crown Affair, I don't think there was a company out there who was really changing the way you think about your hair and how you move through the world. Totally. It's been so driven by styling and professional for so long. And the truth is, is like the quality of a lot of these products isn't actually great. Like they're not using the highest quality ingredients and formulas. They're not clean. They're not, you know? and. And you can't really educate on that if it's not true it's it's really about a decade behind i think skincare and color cosmetics in terms Absolutely. of like quality and then ultimately like democratization and storytelling and i you know i'm not a professional hairstylist i'm just a full i'm one woman with my own story and i am like a full hair nerd and it is exactly what you just said like I, I just went deep. My fiance used to make fun of me because I would literally order like scientific books on hair, and you learn. It's like, okay, you have 100 to 150,000 right. hair follicles on your head, and you should be shedding about 50 to 100 a day, and we're seeing this now. I mean, conversations, girlfriends reaching out, post-pregnancy with postpartum hair loss, hair loss related to stress, and... I to be totally honest with you. I've worked in the consumer landscape for the last, you know, eight years and um, I've been really lucky to work at a lot of high growth startups. Um, But one of the jobs I was at, I was literally so stressed I was losing hair and I started to feel it. And that was kind of, I've always been very ritual driven and like (laughs) as a person who spends like hours in the bathroom and just really it is it changes the way i move through the world but that was the first kind of light bulb moment where i was like whoa my hair is a reflection of my holistic well-being like let me go a little bit deeper on all of these things and i really think about hair as like every single touch point of your day so like if you do use a comb that is gentler on your scalp like there it's great for scalp massage it also helps with natural shedding like instead of it just like falling out in clumps or getting tangled like Combing is actually good for you, you know, Mm -hmm. to kind of like detangle and have it just naturally come out in a not harsh way. So,
0: absolutely. um, Yeah. So, I have a little hair story for you. So, (laughs) I have had long hair my entire life, but when I was six years old, my mom asked me what kind of haircut I wanted, and I said I wanted it all off. And I will send you a picture of that on my own because it's still mortifying to this day. And like, I don't know why my mom, I ask her all the time, why did you ever let me do that? And she said, that's because you wanted it. So, <laughs> so uh, but I'll never, rem- I'll never forget, like, even today, that's the biggest, that's the biggest regret I-, I still have. And I've been like a naughty, bad girl. So like to say that that is still the worst decision I've ever made. Um, as I said, I have like. I, I I feel we put such an emphasis on skin and hair is just like something that we don't talk about as much And I feel like even in that moment where my mom was like do whatever you want with your hair Like I know she would never say that about my skin like today even even today as I'm 30 years old She'd be like Botox Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Don't even think about it. But what do you think it is about hair that? one has become such a staple today in the world cuz you do see more people caring about hair. Obviously back then my mom was like, "Do whatever. It'll grow back. We'll dye it. We'll do this." Now, I think, I mean, I know the girls I follow for hair and spo, they are super natural, super real. I find more products about that I that I know that I'll like from them. But with that being said, I remember that that day not that day, <laughs> that whole year of yeah. kindergarten feeling so uncute and ugly at a really, really, really young age. And I feel like that was the beginning of me realizing what being cool and what being not cool was. And for me, my hair was cool. That's why I said to you, like, my hair is my armor. Yeah. My hair is what I, if my face is the worst thing. That's fine. My hair needs to be the, the crown. My hair is my crown. crown. So I want to know what made you create these hair products and tools and like why this aesthetic? Because it is a really cool aesthetic. Again, when I'm like, her and I are FaceTiming right now and I'm looking at the comb and I keep pointing to the comb because the comb is like this really cool turquoise vibe. It's like, it, it, I don't know if it can break. I, it doesn't feel like it could ever, but I feel like most people in their brain can think of going to their hair stylist and seeing that black comb. Like just yeah. like, I, I, just that simple black comb. So I really want to know because there's a coolness factor to this. Like there, you had to have known your head, like hair, cool. Like, I, like you, you, there had to be a cool girl vibe about this. And I want to know what, like how that was inspired.
1: So many things. <laughs> First of all yes your hair the way that for I mean hair is my last accessory that I put on like if I'm doing my makeup or whatever going out my hair is kind of like up in a little silk scrunchie protecting it and I take it down I'm like oh this is my vibe like here and I think hair can be such a vibe and I'm such a believer in like the time that you take to care for it actually ends up like paying off in the long run so you don't take time out of frustration to style it later and don't get me wrong, like I love a good blowout. Like I'm all about balance too. But I really do think what we're building is this movement around like you but better. It is like the no makeup makeup of hair. A hundred
0: percent. Great way to put it.
1: Yeah. Instead of it being this like, you know, Pantene or L'Oreal being like, you need a perfect blowout to be like whatever. It's like, no, like just like take the time to figure out your hair vibe and then like do what you need to. And like all of our products, like even. The oil, which is one of like it's become our bestseller and people are obsessed with it. It's has five ingredients, all sourced from Japan, and like it is truly different than every other hair oil out there on the market.
0: I, when you guys sent yeah. me this uh yeah. first of all I bought this this yeah. this this little guy but um I have you guys are so sweet to send like little packages um next time I just did a hair mask last night so I'm not gonna do anything tonight but um in two days I'll probably use those oils and like get deep into that and I'll text you about
1: it. yeah no, <laughs> it, it, I know I, I please do me, I'm like I'm so here for like a text photo and that's such a huge part of this too it's like the community piece it's like mm-hmm. it's, I'm making this literally for us Lexi like this is like for us and to the brand, I mean, as I had mentioned, you know, I've worked in the consumer landscape for the last eight years. I started my career on the, like, I started as an intern and then had a, a job there at Into the Gloss back in 2012 and, like, caught the beauty bug pre-Glossier and have just been so fortunate to be an early employee at a range of brands like Away, Outdoor Voices, wow. and my And my team, our creative director at Crown Affair, was actually our creative director at Away. And he's this incredible, he's born and raised in Japan. He moved over to the States later in life. And he was just my favorite person I ever worked with as a collaborator. And I called him because I was working on Crown Affair kind of like nights and weekends when I was consulting and starting to develop product. And I knew what I wanted it to feel like and look like. And I always really joke that, like, it's kind of dated now. But years ago, I used to be like, my aesthetic is like Star Wars meets Chanel.
0: Oh, my God. I love that.
1: It's (laughs) like the right amount of nerdy, but still feels really beautiful. And the truth is, is like, you know, there's professional lines or you get like orbe or Christoph robin but like everything else in hair care feels really young or super colorful or like really playful and i'm like why doesn't this stuff feel in harmony next to my bireto or whatever it is or dr barbers
0: exactly
1: and i wanted to create something that you're like oh i'm so proud to whether carry this or have it on my shelf or have it in my shower and,
0: and it's um, like a classic piece
1: yes it's and, like it's beautiful Totally. And I think people often, I mean, I think it's so table stakes to have product that is clean and there's efficacy there and and it works, but I also want people to really find joy. And like, I hear us talking and it's like, (laughs) we're clearly two people who like look forward to watching. Yes. Oh my God. Doing a hair mask, but a lot of the most badass, incredible women in my life don't. And that was such like a, a light bulb moment for me. It's like, how do we need to change this disempowered feeling around our hair, you know?
0: Yeah. And that's, again, comes back to our point of like, we care so much about the instructors that, that, that help our bodies. We care so much about um, what, what brands we use for our skin and face. And it's like, why don't we talk about hair that much? And it's like, I get it. I think hair can be a really touchy subject. I actually have a something on there about there, but it's like, it's just, it's just super fascinating. And you actually answered one of my questions that I didn't, that I was going to ask, which is what were you doing before this? But what I want to know is what was your aha moment of leaving those things and being like, I'm committed to crown?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was a couple things. I, before launching crown affair, I was consulting and had clients, which definitely provided me more like flexibility in the transition than had I been like a full-time team member and like had like Left my job and started Crown right. so that that was great. But with Levitate, which was my brand agency, I mean, we were working with Harry's, launched their Ribbon Blind, Flamingo, Outdoor Voices, The Wing, um, had amazing clients. But you know, I was doing that for two years, and before I mentioned, I was full time at Away, and I just really, I, 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 it was such a beautiful experience. I left Away because I wanted the freedom and flexibility of having clients and kind of choosing who I worked with, but. After two years, I think I knew in my heart that I did not want to grow an agency and be in the client game. And when you launch a couple of things, you're like, wait, why aren't, I love building other people's businesses. And that's why it was called Levitate. Um, Cause there's, I don't know if you've ever seen the defiant ones on HBO. It's yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, that scene where Eminem is describing the relationship between Dr. Dre and Jimmy, I mean, and he's like, "Jimmy's Dre is the innovator, Jimmy's the levitator. First of all, I love
0: that you're talking about Eminem right now. Like, that's just like, you just like fully, you just took my like heart and like, yeah. you have a you have a place in there now. <laughs> right. I love
1: it, I love it. But no, that's that's what I love doing, but I think there was a turning point. Um, and then truthfully, I sent out that Google Doc. It was so clear how a little guidance and education. And I think to your point of like, why don't people talk about hair? It's because it's a relationship that you've had with maybe your stylist or a salon, or you look to professionals. Like, people like us haven't really had the platform or space to like celebrate it in that way. So, um, honestly, I made like 30 hairbrushes, 30 combs, had samples of yes. the oil. I gave it to friends, and they were like, yo, D, this like changed my hair. Yeah. Like, just like, And that was the moment that I was like, there is something here. It actually is working. So I had the confidence to take on Crown Affair full time because it was really scary and I was doing, you know, it wasn't like a hard stop, it was very fluid.
0: And I have to say, with saying that Instagram, here's what you like want, no other comb company ever came up ever. So when it like happened over and over and I was like, all right, so I need this comb (laughs) because they're not giving me any other options. So this must be, which is like really magical for you also to like, you know, here for me as a consumer, that like I really mm-hmm. am not seeing other, other, other hair brands coming on that are like wanting, not wanting what I want as a consumer, but yeah, exactly like that, That's kind true. of.
1: Yeah, and I think to that point, there's a lot of newness in the space around, like, customization. You know, like, you take a Cosmo-style hair quiz, and they make you, like, an air quotes custom formula. I mean, there's, like, four formulas. Oh, believe for me, I've
0: gone through pros. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I've done I've done them all. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, and that's just, like, I'm a very firm believer in, like, making hero products that are, like, truly impeccable and, like, fewer better. And, you know, I just... I didn't have a comb outside. Of, I was, I bought like a $120 comb off Portai, which is not accessible. I, for me, it was an investment that I was excited to make because it is such a part of yes. my life. But to be able to make such a high quality product and offer it at this price point And like, I don't know, I, again, it is about creating that visual literacy and changing the consumer behavior, which I think nobody's touched that in tools in a really long time.
0: You know, I was going to ask you this at the end, but I kind of feel like it's, pers- it's really a perfect question to ask right now. I feel you have to be insanely comfortable in your body to have such a personal brand. Can you tell us some stories that may have led to the hair care vibe? Let's be real, take some major self-awareness to know the strengths and weaknesses, to know where you need to put work in a vulnerable place, maybe in your hair. And hair is a really touchy subject for a lot of people and I do not blame them. I mean, honestly, thank God for hair extensions for some people, because I know yeah. that they, you know, I have a lot of clients who absolutely wouldn't know what to do, you know, during COVID, especially when they couldn't get their hair extensions or couldn't get them out. I just remember feeling so much for them. And it is such a personal subject.
1: It is so personal. It's so emotional. It's political. It's medical. I mean, you know, hair, hair loss in particular can be one of the most painful experiences you go through. And, you know, with crown affair being less than a year old, we've like barely scratched the surface of the stories we want to tell and, and and less, less stories. Cause we do talk about this with our community, more product, right? right? There's just like so much space to grow, but our entire vision is like, no matter who you are, like, I just want people, mostly women right now, to just feel beautiful with who they are. Like, I don't ever want an 11-year-old girl with type 4C hair to feel like she has to put relaxer on her head, you know? Or all of my girlfriends that I grew up with and, you know, like, are like, I have Jewish frizzy hair. And I'm like, no, this is about understanding your hair as a fiber, how much hydration it needs. Like, there just hasn't, it's always been about, like, chemical processing to get quote like hashtag hair goals or good hair and like one of the reasons I started crown affair was to not be a hair goals brand and to not be about like like I don't think the term good hair is even that like it's like not even a hundred percent
0: a hundred percent and I'm and I feel at fault for saying it but I don't know a better way to put it
1: oh my god every so many people say it I can't tell you how many conversations and I think and I actually think it's an okay thing to say, but changing the concept of what good hair means being about the condition, not like the Like
0: he- healthy hair, not good
1: hair. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I think that like healthy hair is ultimately the crusade we're on, but like I want to create a, there's a lot of, we can go to Whole Foods and get like whatever. and But it doesn't really excite you or make you think about this. And truthfully, like from an efficacy perspective, going totally like quote natural or organic, like. I have type two B hair. I can't just put like coconut oil on my hair and walk out the door. Like it will look soaking wet. So it's about finding this balance of like efficacy and luxury and accessibility, and ultimately getting people to like redefine their relationship to it. And um, to answer your question about stories, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like fully nerdy about hair as a fiber, like. It is the reason that there is a British Empire or the Medici Empire, like wool, like it is a fiber. You think about like a cashmere sweater, and like it's just one of my really good friends is an animator at Pixar. He's worked there for over a decade, and he works on the hair simulators. And we just like it's
0: true. I mean, you were Oh, on My, my jaw is dropped right now. <laughs> I'm like, what hair simulators?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I was just like, like it's incredible. I mean, the technology alone to show that hair is such a part of our identity when the incredibles was being developed violet who is the daughter her hair is actually such a part of her character story she like wears it in front of her face she's really Yeah, shocked. I know
0: it's one, I know I know the incredibles
1: and there's this moment where she pulls her hair back and you feel that confidence and self-assurance and like the fact that they spent, like, probably millions of dollars on developing the technology. Like, originally they were like, we want to get rid of this story arc. Like, we don't have the technology to, like, show the story of her hair as a part of her identity. And, like, it's really important. And, like, that's an important part of making strides in this movement as well. And just, yeah. So I think just ner- really getting kind of nerdy about hair is so much... That's an incredible
0: hair. story because I think that's something I was expecting you to tell me something from a friend and that's so cool that it was from like an actual Pixar simulator about uh, someone's character on a, sh- you know what I mean? Like nothing to do with like a personal moment, which I'm sure you have tons of personal moments. Um, but you know what, I actually, you led you're you're leading everything into what I want, which is amazing. But I want to ask you just really quickly, not even a big deal. Just want to know how your business was affected during COVID.
1: Great question. Um, this is what's so crazy. So our like we have trademarked the the motto take your time. And my entire vision with Crown Affair when we launched was to empower people to take time for their hair out of care instead oh of frustration God. and like find their own ritual. And I really was like, gosh, this is gonna be an uphill battle because like I get it. People run a dry bar three times a week or whatever. Yeah. It's like that behavior is there and my original kind of intention was like how can people kind of take care of themselves the 30 to 60 days when they're not at the salon or like the moments at home that they're not our dry bar or like you know have the tools to brush their hair at night when they're hairstyled but like that all came to a halt as you know like people couldn't run to their salons people couldn't run to you know get these treatments and really for the first time as you were saying with your clients and seeing how do i kind of
0: they're like how do i get my extensions out anymore i don't know what to do
1: exactly (laughs) so in a weird way it has been like such a silver lining that people are taking care of themselves at home you know as a founder Mm -hmm. building a team it's challenging in a lot of ways like you know our as i mentioned like our combs and brushes our combs are made in switzerland our brushes are made in italy but a lot of the plant-based material comes from italy and gets shipped to switzerland and like that country was shut down for a very long time yes. <laughs> so it, you know and by the way like at the end of the day checking in being like is everyone okay is everyone healthy like i think it in a weird way has been such a beautiful time for businesses to kind of like re-evaluate what their values are and what their pillars are and i'm honestly so grateful that and call it, maybe it's the optimist in me that like this year is such a part of our dna as a brand because you don't have to scale anything back if you never scaled. It was yes. definitely a shock. Like, oh, this is a, for everyone. It's a whole new world. But we've just been able to redefine this as what our core kind of how we move through the world is. And um, for that, I'm, I'm grateful as, as challenging it's been. And as we were talking about earlier, you know, everyone is going through this at their own rhythm, whether it is, a partner that you get on a call with and they have three kids in the back that they're also homeschooling or, <laughs> or, you know, a vendor having to shut down or something like that. I mean, it's been challenging, but I'm just all about like resilience. Like every day you get up and you're full and you, you do just keep you can.
0: fucking going.
1: Yep. That is what we're doing. And I, you know, I'm so grateful we've been able to like build our team and really grow the business significantly this year. So um, not without its challenges, but yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a year for sure.
0: Nothing is it? Do they say nothing good comes easy?
1: Yes. Well, I mean? always yeah, that's what they say. I'm always like, if it was easy, whoever everyone, they
0: are, <laughs> yeah,
1: whoever they are, they say no. If it was easy, everyone would do it, and that is why. Exactly. Like, I was actually listening to the NPR or the podcast with Tim Ferriss and the host of um, NPR's How I Built This, and he was like, "Guy, you've interviewed." all like thousand basically hundreds of entrepreneurs like what would you say is like the main trait and he's like resilience like you just have to get up every day and like sharing your story and going, you know.
0: And I so appreciate you for sharing yours. So in three words, Mm. what is a viber feeling you want people to feel when they use your products? Oof Self assured. (laughs) That can be one word.
1: (laughs) That can be one word. And it's different than confidence, which we can get into. Um effortless which is like a word I don't love using but that is the feeling I don't like actually using that in copy um and cool whatever that means to you
0: love that that's literally all I wanted because that is literally what I feel about my own hair and everything but I feel like you know we keep mentioning cool and the only reason I keep saying cool is because I feel like the same way that you're talking about the Incredibles like her hair was in front of her face like I feel like the moment that my hair is like and my hair is never done it's the same way that I'm showing it to you right now whenever my hair is brushed and like in its wave and its curl and however it found itself like that's cool to me it doesn't have to be cool to you it doesn't have to be cool to my neighbor next door but like I find such a cool factor in it I find such a cool factor and like you know putting my beanie on and rebrushing certain pieces of hair down like it's it's I hate to say cool, but like, it's not about being the popular person. It's just about feeling effortlessly, effortlessly cool. And that's why I love that you used effortless. (laughs) Totally. No. And
1: I feel, by the way, I feel that way about like clothing, for example, as well. Like people of different styles to, for someone cool might be wearing like a full three piece suit with really amazing shoes. For me, cool is like a vintage tee, a leather jacket, and a pair of denim, you know, and like that is feeling like you're in your second skin and I think that that's how you know your hair should feel for you too you know
0: absolutely absolutely so what is one hair product you would tell people that they're absolutely missing out on and why Oof.
1: okay there's so many there's so many but (laughs) you can only
0: pick one that no one would like what's your most what's one that like really really strikes you that would change people like would really would really change people's day-to-day hair and I want I'm, this to come from a female and male perspective because men, I'm seeing men lose hair quicker than ever.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> and I know we're different genders, so
1: well, it's tough because I could go like condition based because I'd be like, "This is great if you're losing hair," or "This is great if you have this type let's of hair."
0: Let's do let's do let's do losing hair based.
1: Oof. I mean, taking some kind of supplement is very powerful, like a liquid biotin, because it mm-hmm. really. absorption is so much stronger also if you're losing hair or you're looking to get thicker hair if you can or do eat fish like eating salmon like twice a week will literally transform the texture of your hair and i know it sounds silly because it's not a product it's just something you put in your body but
0: it's well, trans- if you're if you're a hair weirdos like us, you know that those fish oils are everything. And then, some-
1: <laughs> oh my god, I like I call them little salmon skin bombs, like the skin of the salmon, where people are like, "This is gross." I'm like, give them to me. no.
0: Same. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's one thing my mom always taught me. She's like, have the skin of fruits and things because it's actually really good for your like nail beds and hair and whatnot and totally.
1: skin. Totally. I will say, one of my favorite products is. Christophe Robin has this scalp scrub that I use like once a month and it's super, super detoxing and almost makes your hair just like there's just something real I don't use it every week it's like a every so often kind of product but It really just gets any buildup out of your hair.
0: Love Um, that. I've been using the Drunk Elephant um, scalp because I just started getting into my scalp like eight months ago, but I would love to know what recommendations, and I'd love to know if you're ever going to come out with your own scalp treatment.
1: Get ready. There's some goodness coming. Yeah, there's there's lots of goodness. Well, and my whole thing is like, you know, whether it's a styling product, like a dry shampoo or something in shower, it's like you want it to work for you Mm -hmm. and make your hair feel great, you know? like. And that's what the oil is. It's like, it is hydrating, it is nourishing, but it also gives you like a really great air dry. And
0: yeah.
1: like with scalp, I mean, we could talk about scalp all day long, but it is, you know, you have to just try things. I offline, I want to hear your thoughts on the Drunk Elephant Scrub, cause I've tried it as well. So oh, I'll I'll, to- I'll
0: to- I will totally tell you, should I tell you on screen or should I tell no, you? you? can, Totally, so I have used, so I told you that I was using pros. So I did their like personalized thing and I got a hair mask with it. And then I was like, I wasn't sure how I was feeling because one of the consistency of the prose is more like a mud vibe. And then the one that's drunk elephant is more of like a, a st- I'm like pointing to her, but imagine that um <laughs> someone's like pushing out like uh like, what would you call it? Like, it's like a, they're, you're like squirting it's, a little piece of a line like, like through your hair. It's like a frosting tool Yes, it's like a frosting tool, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so that one, I felt like I had more control over because I could actually, the other one felt like a lot more gunk. And I end up noticing that I stay in the shower way longer with the pros one because I just feel like there's more that is more on my hair than in my scalp. So maybe if they had a better way of like, distributing it maybe using it one of those little icing things but you know i have to say i just got my hair cut for the first time in a year a month ago and um love you mags my mom's um hair girl she um i'm really psycho about who cuts my hair because people have happy hands and think that they can just cut this hair all they want and i asked her i said mags if you like you can cut five inches if that's what you feel you need and she was like no. And she, like, went through, did her dia- diagnosis of my hair, and she's like, your hair has never been better. What have you been doing? And I was like, I've been using Olaplex. Um, I forgot which one I'm using. It's, like, the, the one you leave in. Um, I was like, I'm using the scalp scrub by... Um, two different brands and I was like and I haven't been brushing my hair I've been just combing it and she was just like well it made she was like first of all send me all of those products <laughs> because I need them and she was like and I'm just so proud of you for like taking care of your hair she was like I we ended up cutting two inches off because she was, and that was she was like and that was an extra inch just because you were like for shits and giggles but she was like you would have been fine not even cutting your hair and I was like that's incredible to hear she's like the only part that you fucked up was that over quarantine I cut my own hair so like I just you know <laughs> did my own own fuck up things there but besides that it was the quality of my hair she was truly in shock by and really proud of me for like you know I think it's so easy to go to CVS and be like, this smells so good. I bet it's so good. But like, you really have to like, sure, I get it. It's it's not the most amazing thing to pay $25 for a shampoo, $25 for a conditioner, but the difference it makes. And, you know, you were talking about, you're saying, I, I, I don't know what you're saying, but it was like, my hair is a number five. Thin... Yeah, types of hair. Right. right. <laughs> so many yeah. people and and that's for another time. But so people so many yeah. people don't know their types of hair. And I think so many people would be mind boggled if they like just found out from whoever their hair person was what kind of type of hair they had and how much easier it would be. And that's also something I don't love about hairstylists, which is why I love Maggie. She's also my mom's secretary. Cause she gives me the truth. She's not trying to sell me products. She's not trying to be like, okay, so this is your aftercare, everything like, and you're gonna leave with a bundle of $500 of things. Yes. She tells me straight up how it is. And I know that she's my mom's boss, so it's different. <laughs> but I also know like, I'm really real with her. I'm like, all right, so if my mom wasn't your boss, what would you yeah. like, what would you think about this hair? And she was like, I would think. And there have been times where she's been like, your hair is really thin. And she was yeah. just like, I have to say, like, whatever you've been doing this last year, like, really, really good. So I have to say, really, like, I, I think the um, scalp scrub by um, Drunk Elephant is better for me because I like the way that it goes in. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if that's helpful for what you're no, doing next. Because the really other one's just it. like gunk. I'll show. I'll send you a video of me doing it, but I've, it's like. I've tried
1: the other one too. I've tried.
0: To oh, so you know what I'm something. talking about? It's yeah, just yeah, like it's, it's more like a mud. It's too messy. Yeah. It's like it would be fine if that was a mask, but if it's supposed to be for just here, it, I just end up feeling like I have to wash my hair so much more.
1: For sure. Which, like, and then
0: I don't know if that's even good.
1: It's well, and this is yes, a hundred percent. And what I love that you said is like your and your hair is a journey, and you have to take time with it and finding a stylist who can be, like, a partner with you on that journey, I think, is so huge because the reality is, like, not every style, you know, the education of, like, hair types or how your hair, you know, reacts or responds to something, and the thing is, is, like, your hair changes. Your hair follicles have a six- to seven-year lifespan, and they change every decade, which is why your hair changes, and it's about having this in the way – there's so much knowledge about skin and how your skin changes. Yeah. It's this, and that, and as you get older, but – I do really believe in this revolution to take the time to figure out how your hair is and what it responds to. And you're lucky you have a stylist that you're, like, on that journey
0: with because
1: it makes a difference. It really does. It really,
0: really does. And I have to say, like, since I haven't gone to, like, a professional, professional hair place, I'm, like, damn, you really tell me the truth. (laughs) I'm, like, I'm grateful for it because I've saved so much money and I've learned so much more. And even, like, her... I think she was probably the first person to tell me to stop using, uh, I'm not going to say the brand of brush, but a specific brush, um, because she just thought it it was way too pulley. And she was like, yeah, she was like, it's pulling way too much, and your hair at that time was way more thin than it was now. So it's really, it is really important, I think, for everyone to have a hair person that they really trust and, like, really gets them. And, again, doesn't have happy fingers and will, like, cut off whatever. Pamela, again, if you're listening, you will feel me. (laughs) Me and my friend have, like, fear of hair, of other people besides certain people cutting our hair because, like, Uh they've just gotten too excited. And it's like, no, 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 no. This isn't an, this is my everyday life. You can't fuck with this. So, you know, I do have to ask you something that I ask everyone, and that is, what has been the toughest part about starting Crown Affair on your own?
1: You know, it's obviously just been a hard year in general, I think, and that's probably like the most obvious answer. If I had to think about starting it on my own, though, I don't know. I, honestly, this time in a weird way has been such a blessing at home. Like, I... absolutely. I, I believe in, like, actually taking action and what I'm telling people to do. So, like, every morning I wake up, I journal three pages, my morning pages. I stretch for 30 to 45 minutes. And, like, I don't know if I would have been doing that as consistently if I didn't have more time at home. So... That, I think, has been, like, a life-changing part of this experience is, like, really just trying to stay grounded and, like, honor my rituals and honor my time. It allows me to connect with my customers and community in a way that, like, if I was just, like, fast-paced, go, 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 like, I, I wouldn't be living the mission, you know, no, in the
0: same 100%. Way. And I love that you just mentioned the mission because that's also one of my questions, which you answered beautifully. So I'm going to end this. This is my second to last thing that I'm going to say, but what would you tell 18 year old Diana now? (laughs) Um, It's my favorite question.
1: (laughs) Well, my favorite kind of quote that I say now is the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit.
0: Mm, Love it
1: because you can put in a lot of effort and work now, but it takes a while for that to actually blossom. And, and you have to care for it. So that that's a big one. The other one that I've been really living now, which is from a marketer, Seth Godin, he said, he was talking about letting the silence do the work. And I think especially as women, sometimes we feel the need to like, feel the space, like fill the space or jump in or add, but like, Silence is work, too. Like, let that work, you know? And I think when you're building a business or talking to an investor or whatever, like, there's power in silence. So. I
0: couldn't agree more. <laughs> and listen, I have to say something. Like, again, I found your brand from Instagram. That that silently – no one told me. That yeah. silently just came to fruition on my Instagram board. <laughs> but that's, like – maybe some people wouldn't look at that as silent. But to me, that was, like, a silent signal to be, like, hmm – you're going you're headed this way so <laughs> you know I just have to ask you what can we look forward to from crown affair in the future
1: Ooh, lots um a lot more in shower and formula products that I am so excited about because they are truly unique from anything else on the market what I was gonna say is like it's so funny the salon culture and like you were saying people pushing product on you it's like so much of this stuff from a formula perspective has not been updated in decades. Like it just has not been innovated on. And, um, skew counts, not the issue in this category, like whether you're at a salon or a beauty supply store, there's like a million and one this or that. So we're really creating unique proprietary products that, um, that don't exist. And I think really supplement, for example, that scalp scrub I told you, but like, really thinking about shampoo in a different way and um, yeah there's there's so much goodness there and yeah that's that's the core thing but there's a lot of other stuff I'm really
0: I'm really really excited for you and you know any advice that you would give to anyone starting their own business in a time like this (laughs) yeah I
1: mean just start that sounds crazy but even if you don't have a product right now or you're working on it like start building the community like launch an instagram like create a facebook group or whatever it is that the product market fit is for you start capturing emails like just start even if it's not finished i think you know people really want to celebrate what they're a part of creating and i think often it's very tempting to like hold the thing close until it's perfect and ready in the world but like actually bringing people in on the journey with you is so much more powerful so um
0: just start
1: it just start and it's it's gonna be awkward and being a beginner at something is so hard but you're gonna look back and be like gosh I'm so glad I just started that thing like six months ago like it's already evolved in some way it's so
0: funny that you say just start because I'll never forget when I started my podcast literally one year ago tomorrow And, um, somebody said when I was like, I just can't do it. I just like, I I, I would record an episode and I'd be like, I sound so weird. And they were like, just start and post it and go. And like, since that day, I haven't stopped and I will not stop because I love it. And I feel so passionately. And even if you know, the beginning can be rough, we had a rough, not rough beginning. I had an emotional beginning. Um, it's always just so worth it to start something. And again, what do we have to lose?
1: Yes. And we are always the hardest critics on ourselves, and everyone's kind of doing their own thing. So just put something into the world to get moving and have it in motion. I think that is the best advice for any idea that you might have.
0: Oh, Diana, I really loved having you on. I feel like I like, I, I honestly am so lucky for every guest I have, but everyone I'm like, you just like brought my day to like a a deep, like amazing fruition of like I can end my day happily now and celebrate Shabbat happily. And you're yes. just like such a light. And I can't, I hope, you know, I will be texting you about hair things because that's just what I will be doing. And like letting you know yes. certain things that I use or don't use or whatnot. But I really look forward to this relationship. I really look forward to seeing what Crown has in store for everyone. And, you know, I'm really excited. And I hope people go out there and really start taking care of their hair. Cause you know, I'm sure the name crown has a lot to do with your head, which is why you chose that name. So people wear your hair, your crown, wear it well and wear it happy because you only have one head. And you only not. have your hair, so take care of it the same way that you take care of your body, the same way you take care of your skin, the same way you go to the doctor to get a checkup, like all of those things. Like, don't forget that that's part of the mix of like taking care of you. And I love that you mentioned rituals so often because I think this is the perfect time for people to create those rituals in their lives. I
1: could not agree more with everything that you just said. I mean, thank you so much for having me. This was such a pleasure. And I hope that whoever listens to this, whether you end up going a crowd affair or not, you just start to take better care of your hair and yourself and realize that like, that's such a powerful part of your ritual. So thank you for having me and fully nerding out on
0: hair. I cannot Hold, wait. Literally, <laughs> I wish we could go hours longer. Thank you for nerding out with me. And thank you for coming on again. So you're, you are a vibe in its own. Like you are just like, You're just amazing and thank you and I hope you have a great Friday and everyone make sure to check out Crown Affair and everyone have a great weekend.